0: Hello, my name is Stuart Lavenda. I'm the Assistant Rabbi of the Gulf Manor Synagogue in Cincinnati, Ohio. With the holiday of Rosh Hashanah approaching, when we spend so much time praying in shul, I would like to offer some thoughts on prayer and tears. On the first day of Rosh Hashanah, we read the Haftar from the beginning of the book of Samuel about Chana and her prayer to God for a child. Hannah wanted a child so her suffering would stop. As it says, if you will indeed look upon the affliction of your handmaid and remember me and not forget your handmaid, but will give to your handmaid a man-child. And why was Hannah suffering? Elkanah, her husband, had another wife, Penina. She bore him children and made life difficult for Hannah. Perhaps... Kana also suffered because Elkanah paid her so much attention and gave her extra gif- gifts yet she could not give him children in return. I would like to share with you three observations about the prayer of Hannah, which I think can be helpful to us as we approach the days of awe. First of all Hannah's prayer was totally sincere. And prayer has to be sincere. has to be heartfelt. If it is just wrote, if we are just saying words, that won't do it. Now, this doesn't mean that it cannot be simple. Prayer can be very simple. Moshe Rabbeinu's prayer for Miriam when she was struck with the plague of Saras after having spoken Lashon Har against Moshe, was three words, El, Na, La. Please Hashem, heal her now. Remember, it can be simple, but it must be sincere. Our rabbis have taught, based on the story of Hana, that it can help to have our prayers answered if the prayer is linked to a higher spiritual purpose. Hannah desired her son so her suffering could end but not to taunt Panina as had been done to her but so she could have a son who would serve God as it says I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and when this happened what did Hannah proclaim? lastly be, Hashem my heart rejoices in the Lord Sarah our matriarch who also was remembered on Rosh Hashanah and had a son, she wanted a child, again, for a higher purpose, a son who would carry on their traditions and beliefs. We, too, link our prayers to a higher purpose. When we make a Mishaberach, a prayer for someone to be healed, we often link it to an offer to give tzedakah. We are linking it to a higher purpose. And it doesn't have to be to give to tzedakah. It can be that we are going to learn more or that we promise to take on a mitzvah that we have not been doing or have not been doing properly. Again, we want to link it to a higher spiritual purpose. And third, Chana also shows another aspect a part of praying that is very important that we pray not only with words, but with our emotions. There's a pedrish that the rabbis tell us about Adam and Eve. After God banished them from the Garden of Eden, he had compassion on them and said, Now you are about to enter into a world of sorrow and trouble that you cannot imagine. However, I want you to know that my benevolence and my love for you will never cease. I know that you will encounter much hardship, and it will embitter your lives. For that reason, I give you out of my heavenly treasure this priceless pearl. Look, it is a teardrop, and when grief overtakes you and your heart aches so that you are unable to endure it, then will fall this tear. After hearing this from God, Adam and Eve began to have tears well up in their eyes, which rolled down their cheeks and fell to earth. They have left these tears as a precious inheritance to their children. During the days of Slichos that are ahead of us, and the Yom in the days of awe, we should try, we should strive to be sincere in our prayers. Link them to a higher purpose and pour out our emotions to God. In this way, our prayers will be answered, and may all the prayers of Klai Yisrael be answered by our just, kind, and merciful God. Thank you.